So Raim Tov, we're continuing in the Sefer Bayam Darkecha. We're on the very, very tail end. We could finish today for sure tomorrow, Mir Hashem. And this essay, we're on page Tov, Chof Zion, 427. And the essay is called Zihirus Bemidos B'Shabbos. To be careful with your character on Shabbos. And the Tzadik, and this has... Uh, a couple chapters. It's so hard to turn these pages. And it has two chapters and tells about two things we should avoid in shops. Two bad characteristics. We've talked about it in this safer, but I guess it's getting its own independent essay. The first one, very important to experience Shabbos properly, is to be careful not to get angry. The Torah warns us there should be no fire burning in all your dwelling places on Shabbos. The simple meaning is you don't make a fire on Shabbos. Says the Tsar, yeah, that's true. You don't make a physical fire. But you also don't make a spiritual fire. And how's that? If you get angry. When a person's angry, his body temperature rises. He's on fire. He's smoking. So you don't make fire on Shabbos. Now, one, if you take an actual match and make a fire and you're warned and we have a besan, you get killed. But if you get angry, we don't kill you for it because you killed yourself. <laughs> we shall see. And we continue. Really, anger is always not allowed. The Gemara tells us that there is no meter that's worse than anger. Because it says anyone who gets angry, it's as if he worship idols. And it says anyone gets angry, all forms of hell rule over him. He's living in a living hell. And that's every day of the week. But you know what? On Shabbos, it's even worse. Why? Well, let's think about this. What is the root cause for a person getting angry. The root, not the proximate cause, the deep root. Why does a person get angry? Or better yet, what kind of person could never get angry? The opposite. What's the root? Anybody? The root of anger is a lack of amuna of God's unity. Because if you believe that everything comes from Hashem and it's all, ain't old malvado, if you know that clearly, you can never get angry because you know clearly Hashem is doing everything. And Hashem's pretty smart. He knows what he's doing. And if you are angry, that comes from the fact you're not living life with the proper understanding that Hashem is in charge and you think that there are other people who are in charge. Maybe you or others. And the other people are doing it by themselves. And that would cause a person to get angry. Somebody went and did something to you. So you could be angry at them. Why? Because look what they did to me. And of course, not only that. But of course, I am the center of the universe. The whole world was created for my pleasure. 
That's what I've decided. And anybody does something that wrecks it up, I get angry at him because you're messing up my plans. So therefore, what does it really mean if you get angry? You know, it's you think that you're God or other people are God, but Hashem is not God. That's always the problem. The source of anger is you lack emun and Hashem. If you really know that Hashem is in charge of everything, and now something goes the way you don't want it, you know what it is? That's the best thing that could happen to me. Because God who loves me and cares about me has brought this situation in my life for only one reason, for my benefit. So what am I angry about? Angry is when what you want doesn't happen. Now, we could always be disappointed. Oh, I wish that would happen. But then quickly say, no, 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 no. It's got to be the best thing in the world because Hashem has done this. Now, that's all week long. But on Shabbos, there's an extra level of this. Because Shabbos is a day where the light of Amunah comes into our world. And we get an extra level of soul to feel that about Hashem. And therefore, if we get angry on Shabbos, it's even worse. Because the fire of anger desecrates the inner aspect of what the Holy Shabbos is all about. If any day this Hashem is showering us with the light and the light is doing things and you're still angry, the light of Hashem is coming. It's your Shabbos table. You know how much light is in the room now? And what happens? Your kid who's never careful at the table, he spilt the wine all over your white shirt. And you told him 10 times, stop playing with your Kiddush cup. And he didn't listen to you. And he spills it all over you. Oh, you're boiling angry. How are you boiling angry? The light of Hashem is permeating. It's not concealed. So what's supposed to be your reaction? Humility. And say, okay, Hashem, I got the message. But instead, no, you're the boss. And you're upset. Because if my kid would have obeyed, nothing this would happen. Oh, I guess God doesn't run the world, does he? Therefore, you should know when we come to Shabbos, Arab Shabbos or on Shabbos, the great test, Hashem creates the tests of people who do behaviors that would normally make you upset and angry in the weekday. Since the Yetzirah knows how important Shabbos is. And if you really experience the Shabbos, you're going to reach levels that the Yetzirah will never be able to touch you again. And you have to prepare for Shabbos. And Arab Shabbos is so important, you have to prepare properly. So what does he do? He gives you all these tests. And if you get angry, it just pulls your soul out of the equation. And if you've acquired any amount of spirituality, the anger will get it to be lost. Especially if you do it on Shabbos where Hashem is giving you all the energy and you get an extra soul and the answer are now, oh no, I better test him. I better get him angry because if I don't get him angry, he's going to really get to be tougher and opposed to me. You follow? How come it's always Arab Shabbos? There's all these things to get you all stressed out. They don't deliver the food that you ordered. The workers don't do their work properly. You've got to stay longer at work. All these things are happening. Why? Ooh, I want to get you angry. I want to get you angry. If you get angry, you're going to lose it all. 
So therefore, lemaaseh. So what do we do in real actuality? We got to sweeten up everything through divine tranquility and complete bitul, complete nullification to Hashem. And you got to keep repeating to yourself, so-and-so didn't do anything to me. He's just a messenger. Everything's good from Hashem. Ain't old novado. So-and-so is just the pawn in Hashem's hands to elevate me and my Yamuna. Your kids didn't clean their rooms for Shabbos. They didn't set the table for Shabbos. What were they doing? Wasting time. And you warned them ten times. And you're going to say, what can I do? They're pushing my buttons. Hashem says, you fool, I'm pushing your buttons. If I'm pushing your buttons, why am I pushing your buttons? So you should overcome it. And you got to realize, you got to understand that when you are aroused to get angry, when we say rule number one, what's rule number one when you're feeling angry, you feel you're hyperventilating? What's the first rule, guys? Be silent. Don't move. Don't do anything. Don't do a thing. Don't say. Don't do. Be a stone. Until you feel the anger is subsiding. Because when you're angry, you start talking and doing things. You just increase the anger. So, you make kiddish and your bumbling kid spills the wine all over you after more than 10 times. You're so angry. First thing, I will not say a word. And if you can, try to smile. Wait till the blood pressure goes back 110 over 70. Pulse 60. And then what do you do? You still don't talk to them. Now you say to yourself, my child didn't do anything to me. Hashem spilled the wine to me for a good reason. So there's nothing for me to get angry about. That's the second thing. These are the stages. Number one, turn into a stone. Imitate a stone. What does a stone do? Nothing. A stone doesn't even make a facial expression. Nothing. And try as fast as possible to say, Hashem did this. My kid didn't do this. Hashem knows good for me. And then you got to remember another thing. That say, you know, if I can win this fight, I will cause great things above. The Gemara says, the way a person treats others is the way Hashem treats him. So your kid spilled the wine and you want to say, I'm justified for yelling at him and smacking him. You know what Hashem is going to say? Oh, my friend, my dear father, you know how many affairs you did this week? I guess now it's okay if I smack you too. But you're saying, 
by your standards. So if you think it's fair to smack your kids or your wife or anybody or yell and scream and embarrass them and shame them, then Hashem says, I guess you want me to do the same thing to you. Now, do you want that? But rather, if I if I treat the person with kindness, then when Hashem looks at all my averas, he's going to treat me with kindness. And you got to know one more thing, my friends. There's all this, just think, every time you have a piece of paper. Step one, stone. Step two, it's all from Hashem. Step three, the way I respond is the way Hashem's going to treat me. Step four, you have to know, whenever the test of anger comes, what's really behind it? Why is Hashem giving you the test? Because Hashem is planning a big delivery, a huge delivery free of charge, a delivery of closeness to Hashem, or even physical benefits, wealth, something good, but you got to earn it. You got to earn it. You don't have any money to pay for this. There's not enough money in the world to pay God for what he gives us. Hashem, Hashem has a little cancer growing inside of you. And you're going to see your doctor for your physical. And Hashem's going to decide, was the doctor carefully noticed the little mark there or didn't notice it? And I want to bring energies that the doctor's going to notice it and save your life. But you have to earn it. So I'm going to get the kid to spill the wine at you and that you're going to be so patient and so kind. And that means the blessing will now come and it's all going to be good. But if not, it's just, oh, I wanted to give it to you, but now you're not going to get it. When anything good is supposed to happen to you, you got to have the test of anger. And you know, this is not just a test. It's not just a test. Okay, tough it out. Tough it out. Take the pain. You know why? Because you don't want God. No, it's because God is, is giving you a way to earn the blessings. And if you know this, that before you get any blessing, you get a test of anger that gives you the strength to overcome the strength. Because say to yourself, do I want to be such an idiot to lose the blessings? I got a choice. It's going to feel so good to yell at my kid now. Oh, it's going to be divine to me. How long is that going to feel good for? How long? And then... But remember, what Hashem wanted to give you is a million times better. You lost it. Now, what do we not do to make money? You work hard to make money. Yeah. Sure. What if God says, you know what? You can make all the money. Just don't get angry at this person. Great. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better, man. It is good. Yeah. You mean my... my yeah. That little stock I own is going to go up a hundred times. That little stock. The stock that I have for $10,000 is going to be worth a million in the next two months. Yep. Because you didn't get angry. You're a moron to get angry. Anytime, especially on Shabbos, Shabbos, everything's multiplied 10 million times. So just like we said last Shabbos, 
that if you don't speak Lashon Hara, it's like 84 fasts to help you to Juba. What do you think of not getting angry? You think that's worth something too? Just don't get angry. And then you're going to get all the blessings that come from Shabbos. But you got to know, and this is a fact, and I'm sure you all can agree, don't situations come up right before Shabbos or on Shabbos that could, that do push your buttons? And how many times do we succeed? Now, there's, there's, there's like failing. There's like this failing miserably, failing, barely passing, and getting an A+. Plus. So we'll just take the simple case. The kid spilt the wine. Well, you want to know what failing miserably is? You go over it, you slap the kid. Or you be okay, we can't slap, we berate. You clumsy goofhead! Hashem gave you brains, not a drain. Can't you even do that? Fail, fail, fail. Don't even think you're getting the blessing that Hashem is going to give it to you. And one thing's for sure, he's going to open up your books after Shabbos. Oh, he's going to give you the ringer. That's one choice. Next choice is, hmm. and then maybe during the meal, you might make a, a caustic reference. Still failure, but not so bad. Then you could... Uh, you could just not say anything. But everybody sees you're upset. <sighs> okay, let's go on with the kitsch. Okay, you passed. You passed. And then, you want to get an A+. Plus? The kids build you go to the kids and say, you know what? <coughs> it happens. I just spilled the wine myself. My own company did that on purpose. He said, oh, there must be something wrong with the table. I spilled some too. Come, let's both clean it up together. You're a mitzvah boy. Come on, help me clean it up too. Oh, you're such a good mitzvah. You cleaned up good. I'm going to give you an extra cup of wine now. A plus. See, we think it's just good enough not to get angry. The kid knows he's a klutz. The kid knows he did a stupid thing. You don't say anything, right? So you want to think he's such a klutz, so stupid? So make him feel good. Why should I make him feel good? He's the klutz. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Would you like a chef to make you feel good when you klutz it up? Or do you want a chef to say, I really should have let you have it, but okay, I'll look the other way. So these are great opportunities that come around, Shabbos. You have to say, well, I can't wait. You should say, you know what, Hashem? Do me a favor. Have on Friday morning. Hashem, send me a really good test. <laughs> I'm waiting for them because I've already practiced five ways to turn it into a great thing. I think if we learn it, it's not a good idea. Yeah, but you know he's going to do it anyway. <clears throat> he said, Hashem, don't test me. But if you do, I've already gone through this in my mind. I remember the rabbi said there's four steps. 
and I got to do it. And you know what? Practice is important. You know why? Because when you practice things, then you could do it smoothly and flawlessly. Did you ever see a basketball player, these football players, whatever, they do amazing plays and it just seems so natural? Now, for me to do that, I have, I, you know, those guys practice, you know, they really do. They have God-given talents, yeah, but you got to practice the kind of incredible plays that they do. They practice it. So you got to practice too. Get up in the morning, Friday, say, okay, now what could be, what could go wrong that's going to get me angry? And what will be my reactions? And by now you kind of know what are the things that happen. It happens every Shabbos. You know, for example, your spouse is never ready on time for Shabbos. Let's just give an example. And they always do things, and now they're not on time, they want you to waste time to help them because they've been wasting their time. You're having enough trouble getting ready for Shabbos, pulling your weight, and your spouse is not pulling their weight, and now they ask you to do it, and you and that's upsetting you greatly, but you know that happens every week, so why don't you figure out a way to deal with this once in a while? Or whatever it is, it's the job right before Shabbos. There's always going to be something that's going to tick you off. The dry cleaning's not ready. Your only Shabbos suit for Shabbos is not ready. Those stupid dry cleaners, that's not the first time they didn't have that. Right? What if it's not anger? What if it's stress? It's what? Stress. Not anger. Stress? Well, what comes from stress? stress not anger. And then what happens? Because the stress, do you say things you shouldn't say? No, just say it's stress. It's inside the stress, not anger. What's the stress doing to you? It's just stress. It's okay, so how does it manifest itself in your behavior? Your behavior, nothing. You just feel it inside you, stress. Okay, so you're not getting angry. No, I'm saying it's an emotion. Okay, well, it's not good, but it's not destructive. So that's not the second part. And you mentioned there's two of them, two things in relation. Well, anger was the first. Yeah. We're going to get to the oh, second okay. one in a moment. But this is anger. I think that's pretty straightforward. Now we go to the second one. Sadness and depression. Okay. Fascinating. Every day of the week has an astrological sign. Well, why do they call it Saturday? Saturn. What? For Saturn. For Saturn. It's Saturn's day. Did you know that? The planet Saturn is the one that influences Shabbos. We're on page Tough Lamed. Shabtai. It's called Shabtai. That's the worst of the Marzolos. Do you know that? It's the worst of the constellations because its name comes from the word Shvisa and Churban. Cessation and destruction. That's what Saturn does. And that is the predominant constellation on Shabbos. You're looking, what? What? That's the constellation of Shabbos? Cessation and destruction? And why does it rule on Shabbos? Because what is Shabbos? Shabbos is the day of Malchus where God's kingship is coming out strong. And what is it telling us? Yes, there is a yesh. There's a real yesh. There's a real somebody in this world. 
real somebody is Hashem who creates everything in this world. But you know what? That means the somethingness of the world becomes very big, but there's a problem. The energy comes in. There's a real somebody here today. But you know what you do? Instead of knowing that that energy is going to Hashem, you say, oh, it's going to me. I'm a somebody. (laughs) I'm the big somebody. And once you think you're a somebody, you're cutting yourself from the source of the real somebody. Right? And then what happens? When you're not connected to Hashem, then those klipos, klipa, 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 the shells start covering you up. And then what happens? You know what happens afterwards? You start feeling sad. You don't feel like life is worth living because you've cut yourself off from the source of life. And just like someone who's arrogant cuts himself off for Hashem. So then what happens? The klipa comes. The concealment of Hashem comes. And now you're not with Hashem. You're not with your source. And now you become depressed. You don't even know why you're depressed. Did you ever get that feeling when Shabbos comes in? You know, why you, you know why you're saying to yourself you're depressed? You say, because nobody respects me. If I had wonderful children, everything would be ready. I could be in shul on time. I could be in shul 15 minutes late. How come I'm the schlepper who always comes in 10 minutes late? You know why? Because I, I, I should be a somebody. But nobody treats me like a somebody. Whoa! Why are you thinking that way? Because you have cut yourself off from the source. And things are happening. You know why things are happening? Because you're forgetting who's making it happen. That really, Hashem, as the kids, not respect you because that's for your benefit. But you're taking it the wrong way because you think you're somebody and you don't need Hashem. So you cut yourself off from Hashem. And when you cut yourself off from Hashem, you're going to be sad. That's all there is to it. Oy, vavoy, vavoy. That's why Saturn is so powerful. Saturn, it's the worst. It means cessation and destruction. On Saturn, you feel destroyed. Why? Because that's what Saturn does. But wait a minute, but Shabbos is such an amazing day. Yeah, because the, the energies are meant to be directed to Hashem. <laughs> yeah, there is a big somebody. The big somebody is Hashem. And if you recognize the big somebody is Hashem, you're going to be fine. But when you think you're the big somebody, because there's somebody energies coming in, <laughs> and you think you're somebody, that <clears throat> you cut yourself from Hashem, you cut yourself from your life source, you're going to be depressed. That's all there is to don't try to figure it out. Don't go, oh, then why am I depressed? Why am I depressed? You know what? You're depressed because you think you're somebody. If you know that you're in Hashem's hands, there's nothing to be depressed about. You're being well taken care of. Okay? Now, this leads us to the next point. Now, we know this idea of Mazal, the constellations rule. But we're supposed to be happy on this day. Shabbos is a day of happiness. I wait with the muscle of Saturn. But if you have a Muna, the person goes beyond. Remember, the Jews can be controlled by the Mazal. Or we can go above the Mazal and not be controlled by the Mazal. And we connect to Hashem. We're above Saturn. 
Because now I'm connected to Hashem. I'm nurturing from Hashem and that wondrous life that comes from Hashem. And if something happens to not be so good, that's all from Hashem and that's all good. So all that somethingness that is created, so you say, yeah, there's a something, but it ain't me, it's Hashem. It's a somethingness of holiness, not somethingness of unholiness. Because I know I'm not the somebody, and if I'm not the somebody, and Hashem is a somebody, then I know I'm totally connected to the somebody. But if I think I'm the somebody, then you're making a big mistake. But the only something and somebody that I am is because I'm getting from Hashem to be that. I feel I'm a somebody. It's really what's going on. It's not from us. It's from Hashem. But if a person does not merit the light of Shabbos and he feels depressed so much, Dafka on that day because he's not incorporating himself in the Shekhinah that's aflame. So he falls to the constellations to control him in the monster. constellation of Shabtai is somethingness and you ain't the somebody so you're going to feel terrible. That's what's going to happen. And that's why it's very fascinating. Dafka, when the mazel of Saturn rules on this day to show us a fundamental principle that Dafka from the lowest place because Saturn brings depression, destruction from that lowest place. The light is so concealed and what appears to be so concealed, that's where the greatest light is really coming from. When a person merits to come to true Amuna. <coughs> so what, is it, what does that cause? That you will have control over the Mosul of Saturn. And the light of, of, of the Shabbos will come so strong. And it shows that really Hashem is the real. The real somebody. And there's nothing but Hashem on this day. And even though naturally it should make you a depressed person, but Dafka, if you connect to Hashem, it's a, you're a happy guy. Because you say, the fact that I'm so, what's the word, susceptible to failures, that so much shows you how much I need Hashem, and Hashem holds on to me, and I hold on to Hashem, then I should be the happiest person. Well, I've got the solution for everything. And again, we come back to the same Avodolamaisa that you may feel depressed a little bit before Shabbos. Now, it could be you didn't prepare at all for Shabbos. Of course, you're going to be depressed. But even if you're prepared, you have to be machazic yourself and say, no, this sadness is only coming from the klipas that are bringing concealment. It's not true. Hashem is here with me, and I have to strengthen myself. And again, the same idea. You say, I'm getting tested. And if you're feeling sadness... What do you got to do? Strengthen yourself with a muna, simple muna, and speak to Hashem and say, Hashem, I'm feeling sad right now. But my Father in heaven, I know that you are really with me and you're concealed and I believe completely that everything is you and the fact that I feel darkness is only concealment and Hashem strengthen my true muna that I should be happy with this. And then jump into doing the avoda, learn Torah, do mitzvahs, be stubborn. Throw yourself into it. Even if you're not in the mood, fake it till you make it. And then that life force will come into you. To know this is all a test. 
Just like anger is a test, sadness is a test. The same thing. But here, you stop for a minute, and then you say, and now I'm going to throw myself into Avodah Hashem. Forget about the sadness. It's not important. Those are the two. We now are left with only two short essays. What? That's why the singing Kabbalah Shabbos is so effective. Oh, yes. Singing is very important. If you're not in the mood, which put yourself is? in the mood. So which one is the best day, then, of this constellation? Well, the worst is the best. So Shabbos can be the best. From the worst comes the